Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. You know, every day we try to bring to your attention either an author that's got a great topic that he's written a book about, or maybe a business owner that's got a testimony to share, or, or maybe it's a ministry that specifically ministers to business people to encourage them in their faith in their workplace. And today, we're kind of combining all of those in one. Our guest today is Brian Mosley. He's the president with Right Now Media. And several months ago, they came out with a, they launched a new segment of Right Now Media called Right Now Media at Work. And I heard about it and I said, wow, wow, we have got to talk about that on I Work For Him. Well, today's that day. Brian Mosley with Right Now Media, welcome to I Work For Him. Awesome. Thanks, Jim. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm looking forward to getting to talk. Well, you know, I'm just excited about what you guys are doing. You know, right now, media kind of blasted into the church world. I'm trying to remember if it was four, five, six years ago, our church said, hey, we're going to make this resource available to all you teachers. And then they said, hey, we're going to make this available to everybody in the congregation. And, and that was great. But I love the latest twist that you've taken on. So I want to talk about all the different twists. But first, before we get started, as I do with every guest, I really want people to hear from you today on how is Jesus Christ making a difference in your life today? How do you see your faith being lived out in your life? Yeah, it's a great question. Of course, it all starts there. Um, you know, I'm a dad of four kids, a husband, 
um, get to be an elder at my church. And so there's a lot going on in my world where I look around and I go, man, I am uh, unqualified and, and overwhelmed probably with, with really the task that's at hand. So um, I try, not always the best at it, but I try to, to you know, turn to Jesus, look to Jesus and say, man, I, I, there's no way I can do this on my own. I have to depend on, on you, Jesus, to help get through this day, to get through this decision, to get through this season. Um, and, and again, especially with the four kids, there's an overwhelming season that we're in as far as just schedule. So um, I, I would say at this time in my life, when you ask kind of what Christ is doing in my life, it's, it's for me, he is um, helping me just on that daily basis to make it through all that we're trying to do. And I'm, I'm trying as best I can uh, to every day say, I am dependent on you and, and help me to, to make it through. Now, you got a pretty interesting story on how you came up with the idea for Right Now Media. And you were actually in a pretty unusual place in the world when this idea came to your, well, that God brought it to your heart. As the founder of Right Now Media, and now Right Now Media at Work, which I just am so excited about because I talk about the workplace all the time and how our faith impacts our workplace. How did God lead you to starting these ministries? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing when I look back on it, just how uh, God works through relationships and then just different experiences that you'd never find your, think you'd find yourself in. And so for me, just kind of quickly thinking through it, um, so our, our ministry actually started about 37 years ago with my grandpa. Uh, he was a pastor, was excited about his church, was excited about missions, and he wanted to begin telling the stories of missionaries uh, around the world. And so I grew up around my grandpa doing that and eventually my dad doing that and just telling these stories of missionaries. And so it was so impacting to hear and see um, just these stories that they were telling of, of faithful men and women serving all over the world. And so when I was about 20 years old, I uh, went overseas for the very first time. I was in Africa, a uh, life-changing experience. I was studying communications, so I got to help film a documentary of a missionary team living in Tanzania. And I'm on a flight back from Tanzania, and I'm praying, okay, God, that was really exciting. I got to use my skills and my passions to serve you. How could I do more of that? And then, you know, I'm going to graduate from college here in the next year or two. So I just I had felt like my whole future was in front of me, but I just was really asking God, where do I go from here? What do I do? And um, never thought that I'd go and kind of follow in some of the same footsteps that my dad and my granddad had done, but um, through some different experiences that, that really kind of opened my eyes to um, the power of telling stories and using media, uh, just ended up right there in the same ministry that my grandpa had started. And so it was at that time I went to that we're a nonprofit, went to our board and said, hey, this is my passion. I love our, our I love the, the stories we're telling and the curriculum we're creating for ministry, but um, I would love to really help connect young adults to, to mission opportunities. And so that was the that was the birth of, of what we now call right now. Um, it was them kind of taking this this kid under their wing and saying, yeah, sure, you can help try to connect some young adults to mission opportunities. And over time, that grew and blossomed from just, um, I mean, literally being kind of a, almost like a headhunter, connecting people to mission opportunities to actually creating media that eventually can be streamed online and serving churches and trying to mobilize people to put their faith in action through video resources. Well, and, so, and that was a big idea in 2000, streaming video online, because the Internet at that point in time, only in very rare places, had enough power to stream video. Today, it makes sense. Back then, you're like, Really? I know for a fact I had a 56K modem in the in the city that I lived in in 2000, and you weren't streaming media at that. You were hoping that the page would refresh within a half an hour. All right, we're talking today, like I said, with Brian Mosley. He's the president of Right Now Media, and we're talking about this new program he's got out in the last several months called Right Now Media at Work. Brian Mosley, welcome back. Thank you. All right, so what is Right Now Media at Work all about? 
Yeah, think about it this way, Jim. Uh, we have this phrase that we use around here that, that says, um, you know, not everybody has a pastor, but almost everybody has a boss. And so there are, you know, millions of people going to work every day, and uh, maybe many of which would never set foot in a church. That's just not what they're used to. That's not their tradition. And so these business owners, especially Christian business owners, have a huge opportunity to care for those people, to minister to those people, to be Christ in the workplace to those people by just how they conduct their business and how they lead and, and the, 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 um, the way they care for those team members. And so our passion as a ministry is just helping people live out their faith. And, and as we thought about how to help a Christian business owner do that, we thought, man, we could create a resource that that business owner could use to care for their team and develop their leaders and just be Christ in that workplace and so that, that's just our passion, and we're, we're striving as best we can to do that. All right, so let's describe it, though, for our listeners, because really there may be some out there that have no idea what Right Now Media is. Some people may be in their car, and in Tampa Bay, they're, if they're in their car, they're sitting in traffic somewhere. <laughs> so what is Right Now Media at work? Describe it for us. Give us a visual. Sure. Simplest way to do that is, is you know, a lot of people are familiar with Netflix. So you imagine a Netflix type of resource, but instead of being movies and TV shows, it is um, biblically-based resources on leadership and parenting and marriage and stuff for kids and stuff for students. And it's, it's video resources that you can stream anywhere, anytime, from any device um, to a group or as an individual or with you and your spouse or whatever the case may be. So it really it's like a Netflix for um, this, this teaching content that you can use in your work. Okay, and, and as I studied it, I mean, it, it is so much more than that. Really, what well, the way it was described to me, and I had one of your salespeople talk to me about it a couple of months ago, you know, we go on to Right Now Media at Work, which we can actually set up as one of our channels in our Roku device or our or, or our disc player or wherever you're getting your Netflix, because I have Netflix. I got rid of cable five years ago because I got tired of listening to the news because yeah. it was never really news. It was just always ugly stuff. So you can set it up as a channel and go out there, and for... As a business owner, I subscribed, and I pay a certain dollar a month, a dollar amount a month, and not only do I get access, I can invite my employees to have access to this information. So if I've got a leadership video or a workplace video that I want them to watch about something, I send them a link saying, "Hey, I'd like you to watch this? It's on your Right Now Media account. Go out and do it." So I, my my people get access to my Right Now Media at Work contract as well as employees. But mm-hmm. there's also resources for them and their families, and that yeah. that's kind of like the hidden golden nugget. Talk about those. Yeah, yeah it really is. I mean, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, so just even last week, uh, we took our leadership team through a, a John Maxwell video resource on conflict that was really helpful for the leaders in our organization. But like you said, there's a ton of great content there that you know, deals with marriage issues or parenting issues, things that you and your, your family do with at home. But let's face it, you know, when stuff is difficult at home, you know, when marriage is in this you know, um, tough situation or parenting is overwhelming, that impacts people's ability to do their jobs well, you know, in the workplace. And so as a Christian business owner, if you can say, you know what, I want to provide you some marriage resources, parenting resources, finance resources to help you just even in your own home and family relationships, that's a huge way that, again, as a Christian business owner, you can care for that team member, help them in their own personal life, but it also can help your business because now – they're not soon they're um, consumed with some of the bad stuff that they're dealing with at home. It's not a magic bullet, right? But it's it's an opportunity for you to care for them, both inside the walls of your company, but also outside the walls of your company. Well, it's almost like having an encyclopedia of video answers. 
and and I and I like that. And you can write that down and just mention, just make sure that you take that. You know, that you say Jim trademark said that. for you. Well, yeah. no, no, I don't need the trademark. Just credit. It's okay. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll we'll credit that for God. But this because when I go out there and I see the resources, what I love now, I've got a couple of grandkids. They're almost so old now that they're probably not watching cartoons anymore. But I still like cartoons. What I love is that you got a lot of children friendly entertainment on there too. Uh, so families can actually use this as a channel for kids if they if they're gonna allow them to watch TV of re- really great stuff. So you you've got a way for us to care for our team and that we can help build them up, educate them, great uh, develop leaders with them, but also it's great resources for our married people. Maybe our want to be married a second time people, but for their kids. But it's all about connecting our faith and our workplace, and it's just one of those tools. It's almost like a benefit. Pa- what is a benefit package? Hey, mm-hmm. work for me. You're going to get access to all of the greatest Christ-centered resources out there for the workplace. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I love the parable of the Good Samaritan, right? I mean, the Good Samaritan's walking down the road of life, sees somebody in need, and, and steps up to offer whatever they have available to help. And, and again, you look at business owners out there who are Christians going— my goal is to, to you know, grow my business. That's how I make a living. That's how I provide jobs for people. At the same time, I'm a Christian, so how am I supposed to look around and see people who are maybe hurting or in need and not, I mean, if I don't help them, am I even living out my faith? And I think Christians want to live out their faith, but in that business context, they don't always know how to do it. And so, yeah, if, if, uh, if a Christian business owner can say, yeah, I want to provide some great VeggieTales content for my, you know, for my employees' kids, I want to provide some you know, I, as a as a business leader myself, I don't feel qualified to help somebody in their marriage or help somebody with their finances. But I'd love to turn them onto a Dave Ramsey video, or I'd love to connect them with a Chip Ingram marriage resource to help them and their spouse kind of work through some marriage stuff. So now I feel like I've helped them in an area where I'm not really that much of an expert, but I've, I've equipped them. I provide a resource where they can go and get get help that they that they're looking for. And so now I feel like I'm a good Samaritan. I feel like I've done something that I can do on my road of life that that. Um, makes me feel like I've helped them, and, and hopefully God really does use that to help them. People can find out more about this online at rightnowmediaatwork.com. That's rightnowmediaatwork.com. Brian, going back to you first started Right Now Media as a resource for churches and for the people that go to church. How many churches do you have participating with Right Now Media now in this country? Yeah, so in the last four years, as we really jumped into this uh, streaming resource, we've grown to about 13,000 churches and ministries that, that have an account to Right Now Media, and then like you mentioned earlier, all the people in their church um, can then have access to all that content that's available. So we, our, our passion is serving the church. So we love, love, love serving the people of the church to live out their faith. Uh, we love working through the pastors, through the leaders, through even in the, you know this new context, the Christian business owners, because those are the folks God's put in place to, to shepherd and steward their people. So uh, we love getting to do what we do. So you started the ministry in 2000, but it was only in 2011 that you started doing the streaming with church? Correct, yeah. So it, well, for, for, the, for, for a while, it was more of a, a DVD and even conference-based um, you know, outlet for our, our ministry. And then, you know, four or five years ago is really when the streaming side kicked in and, and we were able to, and that just, that was life-changing, world-changing for us, because now we could get so much more content, you know, into the hands of the people of the church through this streaming pipeline. And when, you know, in the past, it was just always on a DVD, which is just a very limited and locked kind of media. Um, so now we can serve so much different types of content to so many different types of people, and, and we love that because it's a much deeper relationship with the churches we're serving. When you look at a church that has, let's say, a 1,000 members, what kind of participation do you see when the church makes 
avail- available, makes it available to their members, these, the resources at Right Now Media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we love the church, and at the same time, we know it's very difficult at a church to kind of launch and implement something because there's so many different things that a church can offer and provide. It can be difficult to really see them, um, you know, take off. And so what we've, what we've discovered, and it's really fun, is um, we're seeing churches across the country who will— the pastor will get up on a Sunday morning and say, guess what, we've got a gift for everybody here today, we've got this new account called Right Now Media, you're going to have access to all this content, and they get to play kind of Santa Claus, you know, to their people and say, we're going to send you an invitation, join up. And so when we see even as, as uh, 25 or 30 percent of the church will, will accept that invitation maybe in that first week, that is, that is like a home run first start, because now all of a sudden you've got a good percentage of your church that's going home accessing that content, and, and from there, it, can just, it just continues to grow. But once they get to that 25%, 30%, it's, that church is rooted. They, they are really seeing the value of all that content. We're talking today with Brian Mosley. He's the president of Right Now Media. About two months ago, I think they officially launched, but I found out about it back in August, they officially launched this incredible new program called Right Now Media at Work. You can find out more about it online at rightnowmediaatwork.com. It's a fantastic resource. Well, you know what, Brian, why don't you tell people what it is? Brian, welcome back. Yeah, thanks. Um, it's, it's our uh, desire to serve Christian business owners so they can care for their team and, and develop their leaders. It's a video library of thousands of videos, marriage, parenting, finance, folks like Dave Ramsey, Chip Ingram, um, Patrick Lencioni, Andy Stanley. I mean, just tons of great content available for that business and their employees uh, anytime, anywhere. How many hundreds of hours of video are there available for business-related topics on RightNowMediaAtWork.com? Wow. Uh, well, I'm not probably totally up on the hours. I mean, there's over 5,000 videos that we've made available in that library, and, and certainly, um, you know, seven, 800, 900 of those are very specifically just about business, and then the rest of them are kind of about family and, and kind of personal issues. Um, so yeah, there's, there's hundreds a- and hundreds of hours. Yes, no doubt. All right, and, and the cool part about that is if they went to a conference just to go hear John Maxwell one time, mm-hmm. it would cost them 1500 bucks or whatever. I mean, it, sure. it, and, and you've got videos, lots of videos of him alone. Yeah, and, and it's yeah, absolutely. And, and so you, you go through your own personal leadership development for the next year um, easily just on your own with the content that's there. Yeah, well, that's really, really cool. So when you started this in 2000, how many employees did you have then? Well, and, and since this kind of started as almost like this little subdivision, at that time there was really just kind of one and a half. Um, okay. and, and we were just kind of plodding along, and then um, over the next you know, 15 years, it's just it's grown. We have today, we have about 105 uh, employees. So, wow, that's incredible. You have 105 employees, but they're servicing 13,000 church bodies around the nation. And now how many businesses so far have gotten involved in Right Now Media at Work? Yeah, so launched that about uh, two months ago or so. We have about 500 businesses to date that we're serving and uh, just learning a lot along the way, and it's been a blast. What are some of the testimonials you're hearing out of some business people? Yeah, what's really fun, I I remember seeing an email, I guess, maybe a week or two ago from from somebody who had received the email invitation from their boss, and they were just replying back. And it just simply said, hey, thank you so much for this content. This is exactly the kind of stuff that's going to help me and my family. And, And, you know, it wasn't real specific, but I remember thinking, what that boss has just done is form a relationship now with that team member that's beyond just work, you know, and it's, it's, it's cementing their relationship in a way that says, you actually care about me. And so uh, as that faith component gets dripped in there, it just makes that per- the, the boss's faith, that Christian business owner's faith, that much more real to their team members. 
and, and he could do that without really even saying anything. That's the cool part. I mean, he, he can live out his faith, not that he shouldn't say anything, but he can live sure. out his faith by making the resource, getting people, because what's important, you said it before, you know, we're, not everybody has a pastor, but almost everybody has a boss. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the way I sometimes open up my shows to recognize that, you know, 80% of the United States, people in the United States of America never go to church and they're yeah. not gonna, but they all go to work. And that's why it's important that we recognize our workplace as our mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, Brian, we're the only Jesus that some people will ever meet. Mm -hmm. It's it's pretty powerful to recognize that. Pretty big responsibility as well. Yeah, no doubt. It's yeah. If 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 those Christian business owners aren't living their faith out in a real way, then we're we're just pushing people away from Christ. So you said you were on a plane coming back from Tanzania, Africa. That's what your sta- your uh, testimony mm-hmm. on your website says when you came up with the idea to do Right Now me- right now Media. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about which ministry were you involved in? That was your grandfather's ministry in Tanzania? Uh, well, and so he was, um, yeah, the ministry was called Priority One, and they had begun filming these documentaries of missionaries. And so when I went over to Tanzania, it was, it was really to kind of film a documentary with that ministry that my grandfather had started, and um, and so that was just life-changing for me. And, and you know, what I've learned since then, because I still have a big heart and passion for overseas missions, but just realized, you know, not everybody wakes up today thinking, how do I get to Tanzania? But they probably do wake up thinking, how do I impact God, you know, impact the world around me for God today? You know, what does God want me to do today? And so it was just eye-opening for me over the years to realize we can create and supply some video resources that help help shape how people think about their parenting and their marriage and their work and their a student walking through the halls of a high school and go, you have an opportunity to impact others for God today, no matter where you are. I mean, you can be in Tanzania. That'd be awesome if God puts you there, but he may have put you in the halls of that high school or in that, you know, cubicle. And, and you've got an awesome opportunity right there to do something. That's pretty cool. Have you been back to Tanzania since then? I haven't been to Tanzania, but I've probably traveled to 15 or so other countries in the last 15 years, and that's been a blast. Yeah, it's quite makes quite an impact on you. I've actually had a ministry called Cheetah Development on the air, and they are basically, they're in Tanzania, that's their sole focus, and they're a, a, a ministry organization based out of Minneapolis, but their goal is to build small-town economies in the towns and villages across Tanzania. Not bring money, but teach bankers how to lend money, teach farmers how to plant food, teach farmers how to buy food, buy seed and fertilizer and then all the way up the whole food chain, how to store the grain and sell it later like they do in the, all small towns across America. They're teaching them how to do that in Tanzania. It's a great, great ministry. Cheetah development. Just When you said Tanzania, it makes me excited because yeah. I think about that. No, that's incredible. So talk to me. You're father of four, but you're the boss of 100, people, 100 plus people. Talk to me about how you balance the demands of a marriage fatherhood and running a large organization well i mean certainly i don't do it perfectly and and um feel like i'm learning you know things to do different things to do better every day um this season for us all four of my kids just entered into elementary school so that means all their activities and some of the soccer and all that other business is just kind of ramped up as well so um this fall has been particularly uh, a new season for us going wow there's just a lot to do at home and of course, then we're growing here as an organization, and so it, there's a lot to do at work. And um, I, I think, you know, my 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 best. I can't say I've done this perfectly, but what I tried really hard to do here recently is, when I get home, I put that phone away. I don't go try to check email, you know, 55 times over the next, you know, 90 minutes, and just um, 
it's not that work isn't important, but at that moment I need to be, you know, at home and I need to make sure family's important. And I, again, I don't always do that perfectly, but that's, that's the biggest thing I've tried this fall is to try to shed that phone a little bit when I get home. What are you doing intentionally to keep your marriage strong? Because having four kids enough is a strain on a marriage. Having 100 employees is enough straining up on your marriage. And the yeah. enemy doesn't like what you're doing, so he's you're kind of in his bullseye. What are you and your wife doing to intentionally build up your marriage? Yeah, that's a great question. So Julie and I met in high school, so we've now kind of dated or known each other for more than half of our lives, which is a really fun thing. And um, thankfully, both of our parents live relatively nearby us, and so we have the privilege of, of getting some free babysitting more often than some of our friends do. And um, it's been a huge blessing. I mean, it's, it's, it's something we've tried to take full advantage of because it's allowed us to, you know, get away and just be together um, when otherwise it's just such a crazy schedule you wouldn't, you know, you hardly see each other. So, so even tomorrow night, uh, her birthday was recently, and my kids are going to go over to my in-laws' house, and we're going to get away and just enjoy dinner and some time, you know, with each other. And, and we've just tried to take full advantage of that. That's good. Like to hear that. I like to challenge business leaders. Make sure that they're not only working on their business, that they're working on their marriages, protecting your marriage. Because understand, your en- your your marriage has an enemy. And it's not your spouse. The the <laughs> enemy really wants to destroy your marriage, especially the you know a guy like you who has an influence who God is using to have influence over hundreds of thousands of people. Really, it's millions of people. I don't know how many people are represented by 13,000 churches, but it's millions of people. So uh, it, it's you, you got to watch yourself all the time and work on, on keeping that marriage strong. So talk to me, as a business leader, what is your biggest challenge that you face on a daily basis? What's the biggest thing that maybe, maybe it would take a, a, what's the biggest stretch on your faith and what's your biggest stretch as a human being? Yeah. I think probably some of the biggest things that I feel like I'm facing or we're facing, um, there are just so many things that are tempting to say yes to. I mean, new opportunities, new partnerships, new things to try. And so it's 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 work every single day to go, what am I supposed to say yes to, but really what am I supposed to say no to? And um, thankfully, we have a great leadership team here, and so I don't feel like I have to make all those decisions solely on my, my own. I can you know kind of turn to them and ask questions and get, get input. And so that's been helpful. But I think all of us on our leadership team feel like that's probably the biggest challenge right now is just going, what are we supposed to say yes to? What are we supposed to say no to? Yeah, that obedience factor, that's a, that's a big one. All right, but you're a manager of lots and lots of people. Well, essentially, everybody reports to you up through your chain of command. How? What's the biggest challenge there as a manager of people? Yeah, I, I think um, I'm an introvert by nature, and so I can tell when I um, – I, I, my my biggest challenge personally is just to be out and, and make sure I'm interacting with folks around my office. And if I don't do that and I'm just sitting in my office emailing people instead of going to talk to them, I know that's a problem. So i got to get out of my chair, go down, and just interact with people face-to-face. We're talking about a resource that allows people to be dripped on with the gospel while they're learning great leadership topics, maybe great things about marriage, maybe just great things for their kids. It's called Right Now Media at Work, rightnowmediaatwork.com. We've got the president on the line today from Right Now Media. We've got Brian Mosley. And Right Now Media was started in 2000, but they just started streaming video four or five years ago. And I first found out about them when our church, Indian Rocks, signed up for the Right Now Media portion, which was Able, the entire church congregation was able to access this resource, which is like a Netflix, but it's for Christians. But it's not just for Christians. It's great resources that are faith-based to help build up your faith, whether you're a leader in a business, whether you're married and you need a great resource to make your marriage stronger, whether your kids just need good access to good quality entertainment, 
which our kids watch too much TV, take the TV away, throw the tablet in the garbage. But it, the bottom line is, if you're looking for a resource to be able to challenge your people, get them access to great videos like by guy's name, uh, by uh, uh, John Maxwell or Andy Stanley, some of these guys that are true great leaders and have great DVD series, Right Now Media at Work is for you. Brian, as you launched this, did you ever expect two months ago that you'd have 500 businesses already signed up? Because to me, that sounds pretty astounding. No, I mean, it's, it's certainly has gone faster than we thought. Um, we, um, we, we were super excited about it. We felt like we had something there that could really serve some of these businesses, but we had no idea um, that, that so many would, on the front end of this, sign up and say, hey, yeah, we're ready to jump in. So just for us, it let us know, hey, there's a hunger out there for these Christian business leaders to, to put their faith in action. So I didn't ask you, you know, on, in an email as we we're setting this all up, you know, if you had any, if you want to, you know, give a test drive to a business leader or something as part of the show today, or or, or, or maybe you just want to plug how people get involved and maybe, I mean, because it's not a free resource, which is okay. They can get access, if they go to a church, most of the time the churches here in Tampa Bay have already signed up for Right Now Media, but this adds a whole nother level. Like you said, almost 800 videos having to do with business and leadership how do people find out about this? How do they get signed up? Yeah, the the homepage of right now media at work .org or com. Either one uh, will give you access to a little short video, show you what we're about, and there's a place right there you can say, "Hey, I just want a demonstration. Will somebody come and show me more about how this works? Answer my questions about how it would look in my business." And our team—that's what our team here is, loves to do—is just get on the phone, show you a little demonstration of it on your screen, kind of a, a screen share deal. And then we just answer questions. And if it works for your business, that's great. Let us help you launch it. And if it doesn't, hey, no hard feelings. We, we're not for everybody. What, what I love when I got my demo back in August, because I was one of those you know, foundational guys, I, I love the fact that they taught how you could grab videos and shove them in a, in a central place that, so that when all the rest of your team joins in, they'll be able to say, okay, here's a video that I'm recommending. Here's a resource I want you to do. I mean, it, it made it so that it became a a video library for your business. Like like I said before, a video encyclopedia. I mean, really, yeah. of, of everything that you want to get access to in good quality business educational opportunities. Yeah, we wanted to give business leaders the chance to customize that experience for their team. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, a business leader can go in and say, hey, I'm going to create a little library for my business, and I'm going to highlight the certain content that I want to highlight so that when they log in, they can click on my company name, and that little library is going to open up, and they're going to see, oh, this is the content that my, my, my boss, my owner, wanted me to see. And gives that owner a chance to kind of shepherd and steward that content. All right, rightnowmediaatwork.com. That's rightnowmediaatwork.com. We'll also have that link up on our Facebook page tonight. Uh, if you want more information and you're driving, you don't have anything to write it down, but it's pretty easy, right now, media at work.com and you can set it up on your as a channel on your Roku device or whatever kind of a device you have for streaming video to your television or to your uh, to your computer your tablet to your phone uh, yep. you can get it on any of those because it, it works just like Netflix so there's I'm assuming I haven't looked there's got to be an app for that then right yeah, it's so exciting. We're, we've, we've got the app that's been out for just kind of the regular right now media for a while for iPhone and Android and all that. And I would say probably within the next four to six weeks, the, the versions of those apps for the right now media at work side will be launched and released. So that will make it super easy to you know, get on your phone, get on your tablet. You can access the site certainly from those devices today, but, but in the next four to six weeks, there will be a button you can click, get that app access all that content anytime, anywhere. Well, no pressure, but I told everybody you already had one. So, okay, but you get it on <laughs> four to six weeks. All right, I want to talk about some of the passions that the Lord has laid on your heart, because as I was reading your bio, uh, it you mentioned your bio that this generation is longing to see these three things 
to move them from being radical thoughts to normal thoughts. And, and what's sad is that they were normal thoughts at one point in time, and they became radical thoughts. Now we need to move them from being radical back to normal. Because I don't know how much you've studied about the Reformation, Brian, but the thoughts that you list here, Martin Luther had 500 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and they yeah. were radical ideas then. And, and then they went to normal ideas because he promoted them and they grew within mm-hmm. the body of Christ. And then they got to be radical again in the last 50 years. Certainly they are ridiculously radical today. And Jesus is going, seriously, people, I came 2,000 years ago. You can't figure this out. <laughs> yeah. All right, so your first thought was you're, you're hoping that, that we'll no longer compartmentalize our lives into the sacred and the secular, that we'll no longer see two hours on Sunday as sacred and all the aspects, aspects of our life as secular. How did you get woken up to that idea? Because honestly, I, I never until this June had ever heard a sermon from the pulpit that my workplace was a mission field, that what I did at work mattered to God. How did God open your eyes up to the fact that there is no sacred-secular divide? I think for me personally, ironically, it probably happened on some of these overseas mission trips that I was on because I would I would be over there and I would watch these missionaries just living and, and serving in their lives and I thought they're they're here on mission for a reason and everything they do today has this mission in mind. They're gonna get up and they may have to go to the store to get some groceries, they may have to go to this, you know, part of the community to do something but everywhere they go they're trying to build relationships and do things for the purpose of being on mission where they're at. And I think I was you know, just mulling that over and going, well, if I'm at home back in the United States in my own little suburb doing my own little thing, why do I feel like I can't be on mission everywhere I go, you know, and why is the temptation just to be doing ministry stuff, you know, on Sunday or when I put it on my calendar, you know, go feed the homeless. Well, that, oh, that's ministry, but when I go over to the soccer game for my kid, that's not ministry. You know, it's like, well, where does that come from? And I don't, I don't know where it comes from, but I just started looking at my schedule, my calendar, and thinking, all oh, this should be missional. It shouldn't just be the things that um, are, are, quote, you know, ministry. And so just was eye-opening to realize it's so easy to, to separate those things out when I don't think God wants us to separate any of that out. I I guarantee you God doesn't want us to separate it out. I mean, Jesus was on mission for 30 years before he started telling people he was the son of God. I mean, he mm-hmm. was he was a business owner. He was a carpenter, and he lived on mission everywhere he went. So how has it impacted your life to have that kind of attitude? I mean, as you started to study that and, and really recognize that, wow, no, 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 everything I do really can matter. How has that impacted your daily life? You know, one of the ways that's been pretty profound, and and honestly, I can even forget that it impacts me daily, is so my wife and I, um, years ago, saw a video that inspired us to eventually become foster parents. And so of our four kids, two of them we adopted through foster care. And so that that whole experience, certainly during the fostering and, and in that adoption phase, was just a reminder every day, wow, we're, we're on mission. I mean, being a parent's an intentional, missional thing, no matter how you've got your kids, biological or otherwise. But for some reason, for us, going through that adoption process and now having adopted kids, it, it, there is these moments where you look at it and go, we're, we're here for a reason. I mean, you know, these kids have been placed in our home. God's put them here. And, again, we have four of them, right? You put all four in our home, but it's just when that story of adoption comes your way, you're thinking this is just a very unique circumstance, and it just reminds us, yeah, all of this is what we should be doing for God, not just uh, the stuff that, again, shows up on a schedule as, quote, ministry. Yeah, no, I love it. I'm looking at a picture of your family right up in front of the Epcot ball, and yeah. uh, I love your, your youngest son's T-shirt. I put ketchup on my ketchup. Yeah, that's Tristan. He he loves ketchup, <laughs> so he was just wearing that shirt again the other day, and I was reminded, yeah, that pretty much sums him up. 
<laughs> That's pretty great. That's pretty great. He, it almost he'd have to be like from Illinois for that. I mean, because most people that are Heinz ketchup fans like that, they're they're from Illinois because they make ketchup <laughs> there. So yeah. All right. So talk to me about the second thing you're saying is hey, w- that we'll recognize and our attitude will change. So we will no longer outsource our faith to the church. We will love and serve the church, but each one of us Christians has to champion and take responsibility for our faith as it relates to our family, our work, our at school, our faith among the nations. In other words. We don't expect the church to do the job that we're supposed to be doing as fathers, mothers, parents, business leaders. Mm-hmm. We are such a, cons- I mean, I fall right into this. We are such a consumeristic culture, right? I mean, we are taught you can buy anything, you can, you know, buy any product to make you happy, you can buy any service that you don't want to do, you can, you know, I, I don't I don't personally change oil in my car. You know, if I need a shirt dry cleaned, I don't go and do it myself. I take it somewhere. I you know, I used to try to fertilize my front yard, and that was a disaster, so now I pay somebody <laughs> to come and do that every six to eight weeks. You right. know, it's like, I, it's easy for me to go and pay somebody else to do stuff. And when you find that mindset slipping into your church and your faith experience, you start to think, oh, that guy up there on Sunday morning, I'm, I'm, I'm paying him. I'm putting money in an offering plate to help do all these things for me. And you, and that, But that's such a wrong mindset. And so all of a sudden, this outsourcing mindset that's everywhere else in life has crept into the way I experience church and faith. And so it's just that realization of, the, the pastor's not up there to do all the work for me. He's not up there to disciple my kids. He's not up there to, to be the glue in my marriage. I, I have to work at that. I have to depend on God for that myself. I have to be the champion of that myself. And so it, it's, it's tough. I mean, everywhere we look, that consumeristic mindset is just hitting us over the head saying, hey, you're the customer, you're king, anything you want, you should be able to have, and you deserve it. And, and we, we, we take that into our church and our faith, and it's just detrimental. Well, and our politics. I mean, we take that into our politics. I mean, you listen to some of these debates, you're like, oh, yeah, free cell phones for everybody, free food for everybody, free homes. We'll give it to you all. I mean, it's like yeah. well, somebody's going to have to pay for this. Uh, but yeah. it, it's amazing. What's cool is that the, from your age generation down to the people in the early 20s, they're all very dissatisfied with the consumerism. They've all, they, they have grown up in a, in, a, in a household where they realize that most of them got everything that they wanted and it still left them empty. And they know that there's something real and they're in search of real. They really are. And I imagine a lot of people working for you are in that generation where they just want to see real. Yeah. And I, and I think if, as far as businesses and business owners go, that's great news because that means that as a business owner, if you can position, you know, the, the work you're doing and the company you have as an opportunity to serve, and you may not use the word minister, I get it, but if you can position what you're doing as a mission to serve your community, to serve your customer, to be, you know, helping you know, make somebody's life better or whatever, now all of a sudden the people working for you feel like, well, I'm, I'm not here. They, they don't want to be there just for a paycheck. They need a paycheck. Everybody needs a paycheck, but they want to be feel like they're part of something that's bigger than them. And your company can even provide that if you're positioning yourself that way. And, 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 and you can't do it falsely, right? I mean, you can't just make it up, but if you can you can figure out how to tell your story and make sure that you are a service-minded company. I think team members get excited about that. I would agree. And you give people, when you get the opportunity to serve people, it totally eliminates people who are suffering from depression and things like that. Because when you serve others, you get to focus off yourself. Brian, tell people why and how they can get involved. You got about a minute. Yeah, I would just, you know, I sent my set earlier today. I mean, this phrase that, you know, not everybody has a pastor, but almost everybody has a boss. I mean, I just think that's the challenge before a Christian business owner out there is to go, how, how can I be a, quote, pastor to the people I'm, I'm leading? And so right now, Media at Work is an online streaming video library. And, and if you go to that website, we'd love to give you a demonstration to show, we, show how we can maybe serve you and your company and, um, and, and just help you care for your team, develop leaders, and then for you personally as the owner, plug your faith and connect your faith into your work. Make that a real part of what you do every day. 
Well, and a lot of leaders really struggle because they've got to put together a whole bunch of, if they're going to lead a meeting on leadership, they got to put together stuff or read a book. This is all the resources there. They could just say, hey, let's watch this video and then have a conversation on it. That makes life a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. Brian, I want to thank you for being on the show today. I'm excited about it. Let's just plug the website again, rightnowmediaatwork.com. That's rightnowmediaatwork.com. Brian, thanks so much for being willing to come on and share about this great resource. I really, I'm just grateful. And thanks so much yeah. for making the time. Thanks, Jim. This is awesome. It's, it's a fun mission, and glad you're uh, here to support. Thank you so much. All right. You have a great day. You too. As, as we come to the end of the show, I always like to offer a challenge up. Before I do, I want to thank Ace. Uh, not Ace. How about Jose? Jose did the show today. Ace is on vacation. I think he's got a date or something. I don't know what it was. But Jose, he did a great job today. Always keeps me on time. Thanks for our show sponsors. They're on our website. We've got a banner out there with them that you can click on. But it's most insurance, Bel Air Wealth Management, Trust Services, and Crown College. When you get home today, here's the challenge. Go out to iWorkForHim.com and click on the I Work For Him Nation tab. I'm trying to challenge you where I've been challenged to start praying for our coworkers and employees by name each and every day. And we come back from this musical interlude, I will tell you why you should be praying for your people. You know, we learned today that our faith impacts our workplace just being there. We bring Jesus with us to the workplace. And and this is, we talked today about a, a, a resource right now, Media at Work, that you as a business leader, a business owner can bring to your workplace. Or if you're an employee and you're listening today, you need to tell your business leader, business owner about this resource right now, MediaAtWork.com. But let me tell you why I'm trying to challenge you to pray for people. In 2006, I started praying for my coworkers and employees. I started praying for my bosses, the people that I worked for by name. I prayed for them and their spouses, and I prayed for their children. And I can still tell you all of their names today. They're not my bosses anymore, and they haven't been since the great crash in 2009. But I will tell you that prayer changed not only my heart, but it impacted my workplace. It impacted, impacted my attitude towards the people that I work with. That's why I'm asking you to join the I Work For Him Nation, to start praying for the people that you work with by name each and every day. Go out to iWorkForHim.com. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower, and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him. I